So I'm curious to ask you uh, this question. Uh, how you define soft robotics from your perspective? And I think everyone already know your breakthrough with your team about Xenobots. Uh, what sure. is the definition about soft robotics? Do you think that we have to consider as a definition? Yeah, it's a great question. So um, soft robotics. So uh, so you think about the modifier soft. Um, mm -hmm. Often that's strange because we apply that to robots, or in our case, xenobots or biobots, which are often mixtures of rigid and soft uh, materials or tissues. Mm -hmm. um, so I think the term soft robotics is like the term nonlinear dynamics. So, yeah. you know, for, for a long time, because it was easier, mathematicians tended to focus on linear dynamics. And then, you know, that that became known as the field of, you know, dynamics in engineering. And yeah. then only later do people add the modifier, you know, nonlinear dynamics or even complex systems is another good one where that modifier actually suggests a larger and more inclusive class of phenomena. And um, so basically linear dynamics are are basically a um, a subset of nonlinear dynamics where the nonlinearity mm -hmm. is minimal or non-existent. So soft robotics, I would say, is the superset of what is of robotics, which for historical reasons, most people equate with rigid robots. So links of metal attached together with rotational joints. But of course, those machines are a subset of soft robotics, which is things that are made up of soft and rigid parts where in some more traditional robots, the soft parts may be minimal or non-existent. So my definition of soft robotics spans, you know, and I think like many others, it is the, it's the term that captures all of robotics and this emerging field of, of bio, uh, biobotics as well. As well. Very interesting. And I would like to talk again about non-inertis because I think that's a very interesting sure. point. And do you think that we embrace nonlinearities in the material in general? Because we have a discussion about how we can access the beneficial nonlinearities in the material, or maybe in the structure we develop. What you thought about nonlinearities and how we can access them in a beneficial way? Yeah, absolutely. So um, you, uh, I mean, all animals exploit nonlinearities in their bodies. Um, and there are, you know, there are a lot of robots and roboticists and material scientists who have teamed up to tackle this as well. And that is, that is definitely the future is, uh, is focusing on exploiting nonlinearities in materials. It is particularly difficult because obviously it becomes much more difficult to predict the outcome of a nonlinear action in a material. And, mm -hmm. um, and there is another thing that makes it uh, challenging uh, or difficult to tackle, which is that ideas from AI are trickling into robotics. So obviously with the deep learning revolution, there are a lot of uh, amazingly powerful AI methods that roboticists are applying to create or improve their robots. Mm -hmm. But the underlying assumption in most modern AI technologies like deep, deep learning and so on is that everything needs to be differentiable. And if you get into nonlinearities, there become places where you get not just nonlinear behavior, but uh, discontinuous behavior. And the AI methods that we're now applying to robots don't work very well there. So there is increased uh, not fear, maybe, but trepidation about, you know, handling nonlinearities because it may break the assumption that 
you know, the system is differentiable everywhere. Um, yeah. So how to how to deal with that is is tricky. And of course, in my group, we work with evolutionary algorithms, which have a number of limitations. But one of mm -hmm. their advantages is that they can handle situations, parts of this, the search space that are non-differentiable or highly nonlinear or discontinuous.